Morgan. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. It is 9.08 on the Mike Kelter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. Look at these guys. Paul Vergy and Joe Bartnick making their way in the studio. What's up, Joey? How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. What's up, Paul? What's up, Uh... We're live, Snow Curse. Do you guys get up today and they're like, you wear a yellow shirt. No, you wear a yellow shirt. <laughs> and Joe was like, well, I got a yellow hat. Yeah, it's the gold rush, baby. Yeah. I, Joe, Joe, I, for a period of time, and Galvin will tell you. By the way, Galvin and Carmen are back at the station. So Hi. You don't freak Hi, out. guys. There you go. Hey, what's up, guys? I would wear, I have probably 30 Yankees t-shirts. They're just blue shirts with the NY over here and a different player number on the back. But I think I had the whole team. And I mean, I, had, I have a DiMaggio or Ruth. I have them all. And I would just wear them all the time. And then one day, I came to work, and I was wearing my Yankee shirt and a Yankee hat. And John Brennan, my old producer, and Galvin made fun of me because they were like, are you on the team? Do you have a practice today? <laughs> and I never wore the two of them again. I say that Joe is wearing a Penguins hat and a Penguins shirt, but we're in, in playoff hockey. Season, and so. I had a Penguin mask on, too. <laughs> <laughs> I had the whole starter kit. Oh, you are you are relentless with You've that You've never mustache. seen anything like I've never seen anything like We were in, this is true, we were in a nightclub. We were in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh-huh. And we went to the famous Johnny Hideaways. Uh-huh. Okay. And it is 70s night. And it's like Saturday Night Fever. And, it, Mike, it was a movie. Yeah. It was everyone's dancing. Everyone's getting up. It was smoky. It was like people are going nuts. And Bartnick is at the table. Waitresses around. And Bartnick is at the table squinting, watching the playoff game on his phone. I've been there, man. And I'm going, he just, and I was like, that's a fan, man. I've been, I was at Disney one time eating in a restaurant while the Lightning were playing a playoff game. And I had my phone up on the table and I'm watching it. And then, like, five minutes after, I look behind and there's all these people standing over my shoulder watching the game. (laughs) Playoff hockey's no joke. It was incredible last night. It was horrible last night. I mean, it was a great game, but I mean, uh, it was, you know, Lightning, Lightning were down. I mean, Lightning were up two games and the Panthers are desperate to come out and score first, and they do. And then they score again, and then all of a sudden, boom! The Lightning are winning five to two, and you're like, "Oh, we got it. now we're up three. This is great." And then all of a sudden, they catch up and they beat us in overtime. That's not what you want to see. Yeah, how how late did it go? Did it one overtime or two overtimes? I think just one. I fell asleep during the overtime, oh. and I, I fall asleep during the game. Then I wake up and I run to. The, yeah, it's hard to be a hockey fan when you got to get up at four o'clock. I I, I had tickets yeah. to the game yesterday, and I didn't go just because it's too it's too much during the week. Because I always feel that if it goes more than one overtime, if you you lose it feels like losing two yeah that's uh, true you think I, about all think about all that all that work that goes into that uh, you, like we had a game last season where they played two like two full games from the overtimes it's ridiculous absolutely my body couldn't endure any of that uh, i know my liver can't endure playoff <laughs> hockey <laughs> uh, speaking of playoff stuff i have to tell joe because it was one of the maddest times i've ever been he made me laugh and i was so mad that i didn't want to laugh but i had to laugh so I'm a huge Steelers fan, Joe, and uh, I know you are too. And when they were playing the Browns, and like the first snap went over Roethlisberger's head, and they scored a touchdown. There's a playoff. It was ridiculous. It looked like they had never played football before. And their big pump-up song is "Renegade" by Sticks. And I'm looking through, scrolling through Twitter, and they're down. I don't know, like 21 points already. And I see Bartnick wrote. 
have they played Renegade yet? <laughs> and I was so mad, but I had to laugh at it. I was like, oh, God, this is terrible. As much as that game sucked, I got, like, five great tweets out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, were, uh, how were the shows last night? Uh, the show was incredible, man. Yeah? Yeah, the show was really, it was, they were amazing last night. It was so fun. Good, good. It uh, was so fun. This is Paul Verzi and Joe Bartnick. They're going to be at Side Splitters. Uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. They got you locked in on the Sunday show, so make your reservations to go see them. I'm going to try and come out tonight. That's, yeah. that's the plan. But I'm going to be honest, I'm an old man, and I'm already getting tired, so we'll yeah, see how yeah. we go. So, so I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> uh, game, game time decision. If you do, make sure you wear a yellow shirt. <laughs> what uh, What did you guys, did you guys do anything when you were here yet, or no? Yeah, well, the great, dude, the great Steve Simone shows up last night with a... Uh, Italian rum cake from the Italian market here. Oh, from from Mazzaro's now. Yeah. Yeah. And and he brings this this giant cake and uh, it says "Welcome to Florida." And we all us and the staff just eat. I couldn't. I'm going like only an Italian. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just an a good Italian kid. It looked beautiful. I saw a picture of it. Yeah, and it was so delicious. And uh, and then we went over to uh, you know we went over to Davido, the cigar place. Bobby sends me a picture of it, of the cake. Yeah. And he goes. Ten years I've been playing that club. Nobody gives me a cake. Yeah. I didn't get a cake. Because <laughs> Bobby wouldn't share it with anybody. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I said to him, I'm going to send you an edible arrangement. And he goes, fruit, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> he's so far. Uh, dude, yeah. yeah, he is great. Um, all right, well, these guys are uh, in town this weekend. And I, I highly recommend, if you like good comedy, going to see the two of them together. I think it's great that you guys are together. Oh, dude, we had such a – it was so, like, old days, man. Like, when we used to tour, it was so cool to, to – you know, be see Joe up there. We're having such a good time. The people here, man, are un, like yeah. I love it down here. It's Honestly, fun. I'm not, it's it, a fun group. It's, it is a. I mean, let's be honest. Some of them was a little, were a little too fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking, I mean, there were a couple people that were you know a little wild in there, but it was it was great, man. This one dude, front row, has a giant tattoo. Of the man eating plants from Little Shop of Horrors on his head. Shut up. No, dude, I swear to God, he had tats all on his neck, and then he had the Little Shop of Horrors giant thing on Seymour. his head. And he's just like, yeah, man, traveled far to see you. I'm ha and I'm just going like, is this the element that I'm bringing? Yeah, that's your people. Yeah. That's your people. Head like, tattoos. <laughs> he had a Rocky Horror thing on his ass, too. You just couldn't see I go, that. I go, dude, what job are you getting with that? He goes, no, no, it doesn't matter. I'm a, I'm a tattoo artist. It's all good. Like, all right. uh, that's the only one. That's Those the are the only guys. people who yeah. Survive. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who is a tattoo artist. Yeah. His wife does uh has a salon, does hair, and he she's got tattoos. She's super hot and she's got a shaved head on the side and she's got tattoos on her head and it works for her. Like anybody that's got a tattoo on her face, I'm like, eh, yeah, this works great for her. And uh, that's the only way, though, that you can ever go to justify that is, like, I'm married to a tattoo guy or I am a tattoo guy. Hot chicks can do anything. <laughs> that's true. But they, a hot chick that does it wrong could ruin... You could ruin the whole head, you know what I mean? If you try to, if you put the wrong tattoo on there. Like oh, yeah, Amber Rose when she did her forehead. Yeah. Do yeah. You, you know who Amber Rose is? She got famous. She used to date Kanye. She was a stripper. She's bald. She got, like, a little peach fuzz hair. And she's uh, kind of black. She's like a really light-skinned black girl, like a mixed girl. And she's super sexy. And uh, she got tattooed her kid's she name on, on her hairline. Like, it's so dumb. It's not even like a yeah. cool. It's just like our, it's a script name across the hairline. Who does that? There's Is so it? many other places you could put that. Right. It's like, you know. I love my kids, but not that much. But she didn't, like, Tyson it around the eye. Or no, anything. but it's worse because she's 
bald. Yeah. And she put it across the top of her head, so it's the first thing you see. She needs to remember her kids' names when she wakes up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Look yeah. in the mirror. Oh, oh that's right. right. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, that's yeah. Who does that? Do you have no, nothing? Neither one of you have tattoos. My grandmother told me. My Italian grandmother told me a long time ago. She goes, "You'll never love anything forever." And then I never got a tattoo. That's yeah. not, that's either brilliant or some of the saddest advice to tell, yeah. your to tell your grandchild. Including your grandchildren. Yeah. Well, well, when the penguins almost moved, I'm like, thank God I didn't get that tattoo. Uh-huh. <laughs> you wouldn't get a you wouldn't get a, a, a penguins or any Pittsburgh. You're a big Pittsburgh sports fan. Um, I would. Maybe a penguin, maybe like now that they have five cups would look pretty cool, and now yeah. I can die in peace. Right. I always thought about getting my kid, but then I just <laughs> never did. I went, I went all in. I have yeah. both kids, yeah. boom, and my son's over here. And then I have, uh, I, I was like, I'll never get a, a sports logo, but I have a Yankee tattoo on my back shoulder. But because me and my 80 year old grandmother went and got matching tattoos, what? Yeah, it's a long story, but it was a great story. I, nobody in my family really has tattoos, and I convinced my grandmother to go. That's great. And she went, and uh, on the way there, I'm texting. my. my she's like, don't tell anybody yet until I tell Grandpa. I was like, okay. I'm texting all my cousins. I'm like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so we got matching Yankee tattoos, and then when the lightning went uh, in the in the playoffs, I went and got a, a lightning tattoo. Oh, that does look so, sweet. Yeah. That's now, cool. yeah, I mean, the lightning have a great logo, too. A, so lot, of people, a lot of people got the lightning tattoos because, remember, yeah. we did them for free in here in yeah, studio. Yeah, we did them in the studio, yeah. So, we, uh, we, yeah, the lightning tattoo just kind of fits because e- here's my thing, Joe, with tattoos is that you're right. Your grandmother's right, and you're not going to love everything forever. However, everything that you get, I like every tattoo that I get is something. If it only means something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can look at a tattoo and it looks cool, but if it means something to me, that'll never go away. Yeah, no, 100%. I think my grandmother just like, you don't want to have your first and second wife on your arm. Right. <laughs> she, she brings up a great point. Yeah. I do have my wife's name on my arm out of guilt because, like, I'm glad I got it now, but she's like, oh, I, don't, I don't really understand. I go on. She goes, you had your son's name on one arm, your daughter's name prominently on your other arm, and she's like, it's just me you don't like? And I was like, no, it's cool, you know? And finally, I was like, yeah, I got to stick it back to it. My wife wanted me. I, I was like, you know, I'm going to get something with Lucas and Sophia. I'll do something. She goes, you're not going to. So what? I'm not part of that? And yeah. I go, I don't know. It's just, you know, like my, they're my kid. You know, like God forbid. And, and like I just I spun it, though. I was right. like, what if, you, what if you kick me out? You know, oh. see? What if you kick me out? What if you? What if it's because of you? Right. Well, you know what if right, you right. you know what if you meet another dude like I I did it all like on her. Now I got your name. Uh, and yeah. That, yeah. That dude's girlfriend's name on my arm now. Exactly. Yeah, I couldn't come up with anything that quick. <laughs> <laughs> You're like third third letter in. Like I should have thought yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah. My tattoo guy is great. I was uh, I was getting. I got a big evil Knievel tattoo. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, yeah, all your stuff is great. On my way there, my daughter was like. Uh, she was like three years old, and I go, I'm going to get a tattoo today. What should I get? Meanwhile, I already have this printed out. He's got it, and she goes, a unicorn. I go, well, that's probably not going to happen, but we'll see. And I told Skip that, my tattoo guy, next thing you know, we have a unicorn up there. Oh, wow. Buried unicorn in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. So now you can go home and be a hero to your kid, and nobody will ever really see it. But. <laughs> when I was 18, I got I got just this one, that old English initial thing, because I was at a party at 18. Who did that? Helen Keller? Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> What, what, 
Even an old English person wouldn't be able to see that. What yeah. is it, your initials? So, yeah, it was my initials in old English. We were hammered, drunk. I was 18, and my buddy goes, dude, I'll go tomorrow if you go, if we make a pact right now. <laughs> and I was like, all right, dude. We'll, and we were like, we were smoking, drinking, having a good time. And he goes, you're going to go? We woke up hungover, horrible. He got this Asian symbol oh. on, his, on his ankle. And I got this, and I got this thing, and uh, yeah. So I want to, but I want to like transform that to my kids and do something. Yeah, but yeah. my wife, wants. a good tattoo guy, old. Yeah, yeah. Just turn, like, it, into turn it into my kids or whatever. My wife, Drew Broad from Jersey, got a Celtic dot on her shoulder because she liked the way it looks. No idea what it means. That's Nothing, hilarious. Yeah, and it kind of resembled the Prince when Prince <laughs> changed his name a little bit. It looks a little bit like that. That's funny when people just don't care. They put like a, you know a Jewish girl puts like an African flag yeah, on her back just because yeah. it looks. She was good. like eighteen at the time. She didn't know. She went in there and, and picked it out and got it. It's ridiculous. Uh, we got uh, Paul Vergy and Joe Bartnick here, and they're going to be at Side Splitters uh, tonight, tomorrow night, uh, and then on Sunday. Now, uh, were you able to do your homework? Either one of you. Oh, like, that's not good. It doesn't no, it's, sound good. It's, I was I was reading them, and I was like, oh, we could riff on these, but I don't know about the one. You know, Joe. Uh, I I can't read. <laughs> I need bigger fun. He sent me these. You guys counted on some jokes about this, and I'm like, I can't read that. So uh, you don't know how to change the font? I do, but it was like seven in the morning. I'm like, I'm like, Kalt is so great. We're just gonna riff and have fun. He's, he's... I agree. We should just skip it. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know, it's funny. He was going. He was going. Yeah, man. We dread this stuff, and I go. Isn't it Mike's show? Like, why is he doing this to himself? Listen, we did it. We're doing push-ups was... after this. Oh, no, no, no. He's going to the gym now. It was awful, and people loved that it was so, so awful. awful. Okay. It was like, we're not, we're not trying to be awful. We're trying to be funny. Yeah. And we're coming up with the best stuff we can. And every once in a while, somebody hits one out of the park. But for the most part, they stink. But when they stink, we just let you die right there. And f- yeah. Yeah. So why don't we do this? Why don't we go through, and then if uh, if Joe or Paul have one for that joke, they can throw it in. They Perfect. can do like pat-pat. Where- yeah, where they can throw it in and then go back, and then they can kind of judge who is the best. So we'll go around the room, and then at the end, if they have anything to add, they can throw it in. Right. Third. Right. Second. First. Last. Geo. Geo's fourth. Uh, uh, Geo didn't have headphones on. Oh. Yeah. Uh, are we ready to go? Uh, no, 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 no. What? No, it's at nine twenty-two. We got to take a break. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Nope. <laughs> Talk to you. Let me hear if your things set up. Yeah, we should definitely take a break. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now that uh, I wrote all six of them in the last break. Oh man. Yes. So. I didn't have a time to do it last night. I'm always funnier under the gun anyway. If well, I went home and did his homework, it'd be terrible. <laughs> but now that I'm under the gun, I got a lot of caffeine in me looking at Kalt, I'm going to kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good. Now I feel good about it. You ready? Uh, oh, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, oh, man. We don't make the news. We just make jokes about the news. It's the 6 at 9. Oh, yeah. All right, Spanish, you're starting out. Awesome. Uh, A 61-year-old Myrtle Beach man who's engaged to a 27-year-old woman came home drunk, claimed she wasn't doing enough favors for him, and threw a bucket of pee on her. Well, this is one golden shower that will not have a happy ending. (sighs) They didn't. Golden showers don't really usually have happy endings. Yeah. I mean, maybe yours don't. (laughs) 
<laughs> a 61-year-old Myrtle Beach man who's engaged to a 27-year-old woman came home drunk, claimed she wasn't doing enough favors for him, and he threw a bucket of pee on her. And that, kids, is how I met your mother. Nothing? <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I'm, trying to, to do yours. I'm trying to write the next one. <laughs> a 61-year-old Myrtle Beach man who's engaged to a 27-year-old woman came home drunk, claimed she wasn't doing enough favors for him, and threw a bucket of pee on her. This is just unbelievable. <laughs> it's kind of adorable. Hey, yeah. Yeah. My turn? Yep. Good oh, luck. Great. A 61-year-old Myrtle Beach man who, who's engaged to a 27-year-old woman came home drunk, claimed she wasn't doing enough favors for him, and threw a bucket of pee on her. The police report described the man as a real wizard. <laughs> Wiz, yeah. Wizard. Like pee and whiz. Yeah. Whizzed on <laughs> Who's next? You are. You. <laughs> a 61-year-old Myrtle Beach man who's engaged to a 27-year-old woman came home drunk, claimed she wasn't doing enough favors for him, and he threw a bucket of pee on her, which is actually a big deal. At his age, it took him four days to fill the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Joe smiled. That wins. <laughs> I like that. Uh, man, I got to be honest with you. Yeah? I'm going to do this on the fly because uh, on I, started, the fly. I started right in and I stopped and I have nothing now. Um... A study in Japan found certain types of fish can absorb oxygen through their intestines. And the study found humans might be able to breathe through their butts. Scuba is now... (laughs) (laughs) Scooby. Self-contained underwater breathing inhaler. Butt inhaler. Ah, Sorry, I tried. (laughs) The rest of them are written. A study in Japan found certain types of fish can absorb oxygen through their intestines. And the study found humans might be able to breathe through their butt. Things are going to get really weird when that snorkel gets stuck. <laughs> That's good, you. Oh, man. She was my favorite. Thank okay. you. A study in Japan found certain types of fish can absorb oxygen through their intestines. And the study found humans might be able to breathe through their butt. Fun fact, this does not sound like a breath of fresh air. What are they called? The uh, breathing the fish breathe through their what? Intestines. 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 I say intestines. You say intestines. Yeah, yeah you're I do. You're saying it wrong. Uh, okay. Yeah. Intestines. <laughs> A study in Japan found certain types of fish can absorb oxygen through their intestines, and the study found that humans might be able to breathe through their butt. I can't wait until Seven Eleven starts selling Listerine ass strips. <laughs> <laughs> A study in Japan found certain types of fish can absorb oxygen through their intestines, and the study found humans might be able to breathe through their butt, which led scientists to their next obvious questions. Can humans fart out of their mouths? Thanks to Geo, science says yes. Geo's <laughs> <laughs> got Gio notoriously bad breath. Yeah. No, not notoriously, one time. Uh, it was one time. <laughs> now it's immortalized. Nope. Isn't it G- funny one time and you're just yeah. branded uh, for life? The guy. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Geo setup right here. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, do you have one? I think I'm going to try. Okay. The reading is going to be the hard part. A study in Japan found certain types of fish that can absorb oxygen through their intestines. A study found that humans might be able to breathe through their butt. That's great because the next day my wife's... My wife walks in on me and my gumar. I'm going to say, no, I'm reviving her. <laughs> <laughs> and he dropped a gumar in there. <laughs> <laughs> Who goes now? Spanish, you again? Yeah. No. Oh, it is me again? Yes. Oh, God, help us. Uh, a man is suing Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop website because he bought one of those This Smells Like My Vagina candles and it exploded. 
this being the only time you wouldn't want Gwyneth Paltrow to explode on your face. Jeez. All right. Still my a man is suing Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop website because he bought one of those This Smells Like My Vagina candles and it exploded. Goop apologized and said they accidentally put the wrong label on it. That candle was This Smells Like My Farts. <laughs> <laughs> A man is suing Gwyneth Paltrow Goop website because he bought one of those This Smells Like My Vagina candle and it exploded. Clearly this guy is unaware of what happens when you light a fire off a vagina. He's never satisfied a girl. Oh, you don't mean a literal literal fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Always helps a joke when you explain it. (laughs) What kind of weird stuff are you guys into? A man is suing Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop website because he brought one of those he bought one of these. This smells. I can't even read this. A man is suing Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop website because he bought one of those. This smells like my vagina candles, and it exploded. The Goop website reached out to the man, and said, "You can't hold a candle to Gwyneth's vagina. You should know better." Oh, that yeah, was bad. I, Do I go? No. Are we done? No. Still <laughs> going. Yeah, a man is suing Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop website because he bought one of those This Smells Like My Vagina candles and it exploded. Gwyneth says that's impossible. Her vagina hasn't exploded since she dated Affleck. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was kinda... I like that. Yeah, happy Friday, everybody. It's great. Uh, if, if either one of you guys want to jump in, feel free. Uh, Sinead O'Connor says, Prince, this is, by the way, this is the best line I've heard in a long time. Not my joke, the real story. Sinead O'Connor says Prince terrorized her at his home one night, scolding her for swearing, hitting her with something hard in a pillowcase, and chasing her down the highway on foot when she tried to escape. Then he forced her to play basketball and screamed game blouses. (laughs) (laughs) One of those weren't true. Sinead O'Connor says Prince terrorized her at his home one night, scolded her for swearing, Hitting her with something hard in a pillowcase and chasing her down the highway on foot when she tried to escape. They said that Paisley Park used to be called Bitch Shave Your Head and Get the Hell Out of Here Park. Sinead O'Connor. Oh, just right into it. Yeah, she didn't even wait. Thank you, Carmen. You're al- trying to help you. Move along, please. I made eye contact with Gio. I know. I'm literally looking down and you know, I don't want to see anybody's I'm face. I'm squeezing myself and looking away. Yeah. Nothing, at least you guys aren't sitting in front of two real comedians. Right yeah. Why do you guys do this to each other? I don't want that. Every week, I'm like, let's not. We tried we to no. stop it. We tried to yeah. stop it. And the people on Twitter were like, like no, no. no, no. I love it. I love it. <sighs> All right. Sinead O'Connor says Prince terrorized her at his home one night, scolding her for swearing, hitting her with something hard on a pillowcase, and chasing her down the highway on foot when she tried to escape. <laughs> She said this was the last day of their acquaintance. That's one of her songs. Oh, who knows that? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows we know one shit, one song? <laughs> it was topical. It was no, good. No, 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 no. It made don't, sense. Don't no. explain it. Sinead O'Connor says Prince terrorized her at his home one night, scolding her for swearing, hitting her with something hard in the pillowcase, and chasing her down the highway on foot and when she tried to escape. She says she was very upset by it, but no one could tell because no one could see her crying in the purple rain. <laughs> purple rain. See purple that? rain. That's yeah, a song it. people know. Yeah. It's yeah. one of her top hits. Doesn't matter. Nobody knows. She has one hit. One song. And he wrote it. He wrote Listen, it. Listen, yep. stop yelling at me. You guys make me do Shut this. your intestines up. <laughs> my best. All right. Spanish. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> 
Sinead O'Connor says Prince terrorized her at his home one night, scolding her for swearing, hitting her with something hard in a pillowcase, and chasing her down the highway on foot when she tried to escape. Weird. The guy in Portland who came up Whoa. with Whoa. You don't get to do that. You do not get to do Weird. that. Weird? Weird, yeah. What is That's that? Some, some make em up on the fly. Oh, Weird. <laughs> Yeah? What? No. That wasn't a mega one. Oh, that was yeah. a bailout. He went right into the other one. <laughs> Joe? Joe, do you have one? Uh, I got one for the next one. Okay. Well, right. let, you got let you start off, Joe. Okay. I, the guy in Portland who came up with the slogan, Keep Portland Weird, says the city's not as weird as it was 20 years ago, which was the last time everyone in Portland took a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish? Uh, the guy in Portland who came up with the slogan, Keep Portland Weird, says the city's not as weird as it was 20 years ago. Uh-oh, you know what that means. They're going to have to make Portland weird again. Yeah, two dead, two dead ones. Oh, I can't wait to hear yours. Mine's good. This oh, one's good. I bet. So. I bet. <laughs> the guy in Portland who came up with the slogan, Keep Portland Weird, says the city's not as weird as it was 20 years ago. The guy that coined the phrase, He who smelt it, dealt it, says, still holds up. <laughs> That's awesome! Are you kidding me? Stop yelling at me! Oh, God. Spanish, I'm going to I did not find that one to be awesome. That, uh, Spanish, I'll save you right here. I think in fairness, Galvin's original, his real Gwyneth joke is is great. Yes. That was awesome. I can't use it. He can't. He he wrote one that he sent to us that was fantastic, but he can't say it was dirty on the Feel good knowing that. Yeah. That's a good one. You were in that one. The guy in Portland who came up with the slogan, Keep Portland Weird, says the city's not as weird as it was 20 years ago. This story is weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Spanish you be, jokes? I wrote mine in the last break, and I'm doing better than you. Yeah, we'll see. Are you? <laughs> we'll see. Are you? Gio? Uh, do I go? No, Gio. No. I think Mike goes. Nope, Gio. Uh, it's Mike's turn. A <laughs> guy in Portland who came up with the slogan, Keep Portland Weird, says the city is not as weird as it was 20 years ago. They have since changed the slogan to Keep Portland Homeless because now he's homeless. <laughs> oh. That's, that was a fact. Yeah. Strap yourselves in for this one. <laughs> give, us, give us the good oh, stuff. This better no, be the maybe. best joke ever. Bring it home. <laughs> the guy in Portland who came up with the slogan, Keep Portland Weird, says... The city's not as weird as it was 20 years ago. And he's right. Now guys can dress as women and use public restrooms. Pot's legal and Trump was president. Nothing weird going on anymore. Thank you. And finally. <laughs> that was your, that was your big joke. That was just you oh, oh, ignoring me. Oh, yeah. Fun facts. <laughs> I'm, not doing, I'm not doing the next one. <laughs> Come on. So I'm, I'm just going to get it over with. 71, 71% of the people say that they've ended a friendship. And the most common way to do it is by ghosting them and hoping that they get the hint. The rest of us just hit the unfriend button. <laughs> Thank you and done. Gio. 71% of people say they've ended a friendship, and the most common way to do this is by ghosting them and hoping they get the hint. I've been ghosting Spanish for years. Take a hint, garbage face. So mean. 71% of people say they've ended fr- a friendship, and the most common way to do it is by ghosting them and hoping they get the hint. Now, everyone's curious how many people they were ghosting were ghosting them. Mm-hmm. Facts. <laughs> 71% of people say they've ended a friendship, and the most common way to do it is by ghosting them and hoping they'll take the hint. Ghosting them. That's probably why every time Spanish says something, I say, boo! <laughs> Thank you. I, I just Thank like you. when people boo Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll get those boos ready. <laughs> oh, no. 71% of people say they've ended a friendship, and the most common way to do it is by ghosting them and hoping they get the hint. 
I've tried this with my mother. No dice. Oh, man. Sweet Jesus. Oh. Yeah. It's that even worse good. to do it in front of other people. It's, good job, everybody. We should really <laughs> stop doing this. I'm I got here. one. I got one. Oh. Oh. of people say uh, they've ended a friendship. Most common way to do it. Wait, wait, hold on a second. 71% of people say, I got it. Joe's right. The hard thing to do is. My eyes gone? They've ended a friendship, and the most common way to do it is by ghosting them and hoping they get the hint. After that segment, Mike, nice knowing you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just want to let you know that maybe we should have done the movie game. Martin just hit me up on Twitter. I'm sorry, Mike. 69 is the funniest S I hear all day. That's it's, it's they enjoy our misery, and it was very also it's very rare that we fail at anything on this show. <laughs> so when they do get a glimpse of failure, it kind of humanizes. You're us the Kurt Henning of radio, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to end the same way too. <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, See those jokes are better. Uh, Joe uh, Bartnick and Paul Verzier here. Uh, they're going to be at. Uh, uh, side splitters all weekend long. Side splitters comedy dot com or nine six zero eleven ninety seven to make uh, reservations. If you guys want to use any of those jokes, you can. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was thinking of my new hour. And I was yeah. New hour. I'm like, maybe I can throw. That I in. really liked my snorkel butt joke. I thought it was good. Snorkel butt joke was good. Uh, Galvin was at you with. I don't know. There was one with the with the mouth one. That actually, that Prince story is nuts, though. If that's true, oh, that, like, yeah. like, he's like you know like not letting her escape. <laughs> he hit her with a pillowcase that had something hardened it. Like that was his weapon of choice. That's uh, great. Full metal me. jacket. Yeah. yeah. But the thing that the thing is is that. Um, I think she's. She, I mean, last time we heard from her, she was living in a hotel in New Jersey, right? In a motel, like she was lost her mind and she was poor and all that. So who knows what kind of crap she's making up? She yeah. may be trying to get some money from somewhere, or just selling stories. You know, what a yeah, wacko. That, yeah, that's. Yeah, maybe trying to get his family to cut her a check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stop, yeah. stop talking. Here's fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, that you guys are looking at Joe and going. Is that a wizard from Harry Potter? <laughs> but I'm looking at you, Joe, and there's something different about you today. Like, I'm saying yesterday, I mean, you might need Spanish's headset. Uh, I'm saying yesterday. <laughs> you just hit your geriatric knee on the desk? I'm saying that yesterday I looked at you, and then today something looks different. Well, do you want to hear my joke first? You Oh, I don't know. Do no. we? You almost got away with that. Yeah, no. I got, I got one. Oh, I got one, Michael. I think oh, you're really going to like this joke this time. I doubt it. But. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> 71% of people say they've ended a friendship, and the most common way to do it is by ghosting them and hoping they get the hint. Huh. Well, that certainly seems like a better idea. I usually get the hint when they divorce me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he's been divorced three times. Yeah. No, no. Only two times. Uh, only two probably times. Probably About to be one. three. Well, but what is it about you that looks different today? You know, is it is it is it clean shirt day? Is it you look like you're day? in the Leonard Skinner documentary? <laughs> no, it's it's really upsetting, Joe. I mean, <laughs> what day is it? A, I know I know what you're getting you're getting at the hat day, but I, you know I don't. Do you guys know about about the hat? Clearly day? not. No. They're both wearing hats. No. No. That does not matter whether you know about the hats, gentlemen. It does not matter at all because today. Yeah. Is no hat day. It's no hat day. It's 
no hat day. On Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's a hat day. It's no hat day. It's no hat day. Oh, don't you wish that every day was a no hat day? Oh, don't you wish that every day was no hat day? Thank you. There you go. Very good, Joe. It is no hat day. They are Friday. never coming back. I, I woke up for this. Uh, I, of I, said, all, I want to see Calto one more time. Uh, of all the musical theater I've suffered through in my life. That was good, though, right? I mean, anyway. How many times were you divorced? Uh, only two. Working on a third, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, if she saw that, you're, you're, you're on your way. No hat She's day. Is a, is a, <laughs> today's great. the only day. That was great. It's bad. Sometimes you look at Joe and you go, something looks different about him. What is it? You know. Oh, that's so great, dude. I'm this guy. Did you stretch before you did that? I'm always. <laughs> Joe, listen. I mean, you that was have commitment. To you have to stretch before you do it because I'm going to tell you something. I pulled a hamstring <laughs> like a couple weeks ago in the IR. You went into that like a wrestler. Oh, yeah. Like, you know yeah it doesn't matter. That. He's right. got old balls, too, so you know that they're oh, probably, yeah. probably uh, elastic Yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just assuming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it, gentlemen. I'm sorry to put you through that. No, no. Joe I... has a weakness that it is if you, like, if you were like, hey, you know that song? She's going to move me. Joe can't, he can't stop himself from singing along with you. It's a weakness. It's a we, it, like, we were out at a bar one time, and a guy was playing the piano in the bar and singing, and Joe was singing duet style with him. So the guy's in there playing the piano and singing, and Joe's coming over, he's making his way, he's getting closer and closer, and the drunker he was, the closer he got to the guy, and then soon enough, the guy's singing, and Joe's leaning in on the mic, and the guy's like, <laughs> oh, he's the best toy to have. He is the best toy. He just makes me laugh constantly. Have a good time to drink with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I bet. Have you been drinking today? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. But I do plan on doing some drinking. I don't drink a lot, but I have a full bar out there. <laughs> And I'm finding that more and more I have empty bottles, <laughs> and I know exactly where it's going. A little bit. Your tiny body. What's your drink of choice, Mike? Me? Yeah. I mean, I'm a beer guy. I'm a I'm okay. a Bud Light guy, but it gets the, it gets to the point where sometimes, uh, you know, if we're gonna drink, we're gonna drink tequila. We're gonna do it right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. we're really if you're gonna go out drinking, let's go out drinking. Yeah. This guy and that one, th this they're the kind that'll uh, that'll drink. Like, what are you asking for? You're asking for like. Bourbons and stuff. Usually, like bourbon or you know, I mean, a nice rye, some good rye. I love rye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then this one over here is doing pharmaceutical quaaludes from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, and he sort of get the loot. Uh, we can just tell him, hey, we found a baggie. It might be coke, and he's like, I don't do it. I don't care. Whatever. Go. Yeah. So between the two of them, and they live together, oh, yeah. and we tell everybody that they're father and son. So between the two of them, uh, I don't know. I don't know. One's preserving his body with drugs and the other one is should already be dead so i don't know which one's gonna go first the inside of my body is like a sheet of glass <laughs> no seeds can find a purchase in there all right just, just a straight shot right through holy cow uh, you seem like a fun time oh you my joe, god you gotta tell him, joe you gotta tell him the story about when you made the band wrap it up Oh, okay. Dude, dude this um, is epic, man. Well, this we is were, epic. I, I find in life that if you wear a sport coat, you kind of look authoritative on any level. Especially you're a big guy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and I've worked in bars my whole life. So, we were at Burr's bachelor party in a small back room, and the band was terrible. Uh -huh. And it was so loud, they were breathe, breathing 
whatever the word is, bleeding Uh-oh, into, into our party. We're like, this is terrible. I go, I'm going to solve it. <laughs> I just walked out, and I looked the singer in the eye, and I just went, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> and they quit for, they looked at each other, and they quit for about 45 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, 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 Bird told me. Bird goes, he goes, because I wasn't there. I was in New York. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, he goes, Verzi, I swear to God, he goes, the level of confusion, the look on their faces, because <laughs> they're going, is that? Are they? Does that guy work here? And they just stop. And he's there. That's the great. Shut it down. Oh my God. Yeah, they quit for about forty-five minutes, and I think the manager's like, what, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> they got the guy fired. with the mustache just said to stop playing. <laughs> That's awesome. We should try to do that. Yeah. Yeah. People believe if you if you commit. And yeah. you look the part. Yeah. People believe anything. We're in a band, and people have told us, "Hey, we just sound ordinance, wrap it up." And we're like, "No, <laughs> we're very defiant." So I can't imagine that some stranger came and shut <laughs> shut the band down. If you came out, and we're like, "Wrap it up." We would have been like, <laughs> "Who's this guy?" Uh, but no, no, you're right. I, I'm very much a. Um, uh, clipboard guy, if you have the clipboard, yeah, you can yeah. walk in anywhere. You can do anything. You just walk in there and give somebody a nice little wave as you're walking in. Um, oh, I, I'll tell this story then. This is I was hammered drunk, uh, two o'clock in the morning. It's my mother's favorite story about me, actually. Right. Hammered drunk, two o'clock in the morning. We leave a nightclub. Okay, I'm probably I'm in my probably like 20 years old, 21 years old, and uh, I'm hungry, and I'm in the back of my buddy's car. Two buddies, um, I'm just sitting in the back. Two buddies in front, and I'm looking around. I go, dude, let's go eat, man. I gotta eat. And uh, everyone's like, we don't have money, man. We don't have it. You know, when you're a kid, yeah. your last dime goes to. That's when, like, Zima was out, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there, and we see a. Uh, I'm actually legally not allowed to say the place. So we see a famous donut shop that has the same initials. Right. Okay? And uh, I go, pull over there. I'm going to get free food. I'm going to get free food. And my buddy was in construction. So there's all kinds of construction stuff. There's levels. There's hard hats. I swear to God, I take my sweater off. I put dirt on my hands from the thing. I wipe it on a T-shirt. I grab a three-foot level, and I put a hard hat on. (laughs) It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I walk into the place, and there's a woman there. And my buddy's like, I can't go in there with you, dude. We'll be laughing. So they just sit there. They see me walk up. With a three-foot level of hard hats. Two o'clock in the morning, dirty shirt. Uh, and I go, hey, man, I'm sorry. I go, uh, the other job was running late. I'll, I'll be, you know, I just got to go in the back and, and check the wires and stuff. And I swear to God, a gift from God. She goes, oh, is Vinny your boss? Uh-huh. And I go, I go, yeah, yeah. So I was, I, was, I was running late, man. I hope you know. Vinny and your boss are friends. I said, I'm just going to go back in there. She goes, yeah, no, come around. And my friends from the car see me. Go not behind. even 30 seconds. Go behind. And I'm walking back there. And, uh, you know, I'm just like, she's like, what do you got to check? I just, you know, a little health coordinates to make sure that the wires. And I start walking back. There. I go, you see that exposed wire there? I go, we really can't have that. I go, but, you know, we're, we're, they're friends. So just make sure they put tape on there. I walk up to a table. <laughs> And I put the level on the table. And I go, you see this? I go, look at this, see? <laughs> I go, that's like an inch off. I go, just have them put some coasters under one of the legs. Oh, you know, doing a litmus configuration. And I'm start doing the whole thing. And there's all these, like, I mean, like these Spanish guys are back there rolling dough. You know, they're rolling <laughs> dough. They're getting ready for the day. And I'm just like standing in the boiler room. And she's like, all right, I'll leave you to what you need. And as she's walking, she goes, by the way, you hungry? 
And I go, yeah, you think I could get a uh, bacon, egg, and cheese? I, swear, I go, can I get like a bacon, egg, and cheese on a croissant? And I have an orange juice and, a, and, a, and another. She goes, yeah, I'll throw some donuts. And I'm just sitting there. And next thing you know, I'm just standing in the boiler room looking around at nothing, right? <laughs> and she's making you food. She's making me food. I, I leave. I go, everything's good. Just tell them, you know, like I said, the exposed wire, the table, just fix that. Holy no big deal. Cow. She hands me a bag of food. I walk out. My friends are in shock. Oh, my God. Three months later, I tried it again. I put a business suit on, <laughs> and I grabbed a briefcase. Same place? Same place, uh, but this time during the day. Right. And I put a, I put a suit on and I got a briefcase, and I walked in. And I go, yeah, I'm here to check. And all of a sudden, she goes, excuse me, who... And she goes, she goes, they start talking. She goes, hold on, stay here. Oh, you she knew goes, the guy. This is, this is the guy. Yeah. And I run out of the place and I get in the car and I just took off. And I never went back again. That's the true story, oh, that's man. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It was like that's... Eddie Murphy when he was in the warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Starting with this one right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Tell me how black man just, uh, just came in here and smoked a cigarette. <laughs> uh, go see Paul Verzi at Side Splitters this weekend along with Joe Bartnick. What's your other friend's name, the guy who's hosting? Oh, uh, Tyler uh, Horvath. Great great kid, man. So Tyler's hosting. Uh, Joe, me, we're having a great time, man. It, last night was amazing. So come out. The show's been great, man. Doing the new hour. A lot of it is the, the new special that'll be out later this year. So. Good. Uh, I think I'm going to come out tonight to the late show. So hopefully we'll see you guys out there. Check us out at Instagram.com slash the Mike Calthus Show. And uh, we will see you guys back here live on Monday morning. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.